Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 359 featuring tapdanceman.com, the season that ruins dancers. It's July 25th, 2021, and we have a strategizing Sunday tip for you here at Dance Tips Daily. Let's dance on into our blog written by Terrence Taps, aka Terrence Bennett. It's that time of the year for dance schools. No matter where you are, it's very likely that you have a recital or end-of-the-year dance presentation to attend. Not only does this signal the culmination of lots of hard work for dancers nationwide, but in many cases, it also signals the beginning of a period of, shall we say, less work. Many dance schools don't have classes at all over the summer, while many others have classes but find that they are poorly attended as kids take advantage of summer fun and vacations. As a result, students and instructors can see a decline in their abilities over the summer. This makes readjusting in the fall that much more difficult and can increase the likelihood of injuries as students attempt to do what they could do before the off-season. To help prevent this uncomfortable outcome, I have decided to share some basic strategies for preserving your hard-earned abilities over the summer. Priority number one, maintaining flexibility. Flexibility is often the first thing dancers lose over summer vacation. Obviously, the way to avoid this is to continue stretching. Luckily, as a dancer, you are probably already equipped with a wide range of stretching routines and techniques. I recommend running through these frequently while you watch television, something that we can all do a lot of over the summer. Flexibility is like anything else. If you don't use it, you lose it. And chances are your dance instructors will not be going easy on you when classes start up again. Keep that in mind if you need motivation. Priority number two, where are your tap shoes? The worst thing you can do is put your dance shoes away while you are out of class. Like the old saying goes, out of sight, out of mind. This is especially true for tap dancers. I guarantee that if you toss your shoes to the back of your closet, they won't see the light of day again until the new season begins. So to avoid neglecting your shoes, make sure they are visible in your room or practice area. From time to time, put them on, even if you don't plan on practicing. I have found that just having your shoes out out and visible significantly increases the likelihood that you will actually practice with them. And that leads me to priority number three. Practice, practice, practice. You knew this one was coming. Stretching and wearing dance shoes is wonderful, but all is still lost if you fail to practice. It's amazing how quickly technique and execution can falter over the course of just a few weeks. Don't believe me? Ask anyone who has ever experienced a dance injury. It goes away fast. Throughout the school year, I perform at dozens of schools all over Georgia. Yet, as I write this post, it's been about a week since I last performed. I can already feel the difference in my body. If I don't practice soon, I'll be a blogger who taps instead of a tap dancer who blogs. Sometimes it seems that what is most hard won in dance is also the most fragile. You've got to stay on top of your dance technique or else. 
Thanks so much to Terrence Bennett, a.k.a. Terrence Taps of tapdanceman.com for giving us permission to share his blog with y'all today. If we're a dancer who's maybe fallen off of our routine over the summer due to travel, vacation, work, whatever the case may be, I challenge you to take some of the downtime that we have if we aren't attending classes right now to create your own stretch at home routine or maybe warm up exercise. If we're a dancer who's really busy this summer, maybe we're attending summer intensives or a month or two month long programs, today I challenge you to review the warm up or stretching routine that you've been doing and see if your memory can recall all the moves and sequences that your teacher has done with you. Especially if we're dancing hard and being hard on our bodies during the week, taking the weekends for rest and recovery is important, but that doesn't mean we have to stop learning. Playing brain games or trying to recall choreographies or exercises can help us improve and be ready before we even step into that studio on Monday morning. That being said, that's your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed, and as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today, and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.